Nice to see you. I would like to read some verses from the Bible, from the Scriptures. So if I may, I'm going to read what for most of us I'm sure will be familiar. Uh, it's a part of the Apostle Paul's letter, first letter that is, to the first century church in, in Corinth. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13. These last few Sundays we've been during our Sunday morning family celebrations thinking about Christmas gifts that last. Christmas gifts that last. And uh, the Sunday before last we thought about the gift of love. We are the recipients of God's love in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. But as his recipients... What happens next? So that's what we're thinking about this morning. This is the sequel to the previous study Sunday before last. As the recipients of God's love in Christ, what happens next? Well, here we have Paul's expression. Chapter 13, verse 1. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love... I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. Now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now, I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as if I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So we are, as we celebrate Christmas morning together, the recipients of the greatest gift of all. The gift of God's love in and through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So what? What difference does that make? I was reading through some of my Christmas cards just the other night. I counted. I had 125. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, quite a few cards from people I didn't know, but it was nice to have them anyway. 
125 cards. And I was, I was scouting through the cards just to, to cheer myself up. And uh, I thought I'd have a little, little bit of a survey. You know what it's like sometimes. A bit of a survey. And I thought I'll count the number of times someone writes in the card to me, love from. Or a similar derivative or similar expression, love from. And 75% of those 125 cards, 75% people said they loved me. How smashing. Nice to be loved, isn't it? 70, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll scout through that 75%. And let's see just how much of that love I have felt. Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? 75% of the 125, you do the maths, was our maths teacher. They said they love me. So I thought, I'll just, I'll just scout through how much of that love have I felt this last 12 months. Well, I have some examples here. One's to a special son and daughter-in-law at Christmas time. Oh, nothing like parental love, is there? And my mum writes to Doug and Deb, have a wonderful Christmas time. Best wishes for 2018 with all our love always, mum and dad. And I, I, felt, I said, yeah. I, I speak to mum and dad maybe three, four times a week. I, I know the love. I feel the love, parental love. It's precious, isn't it? Nothing quite like it. So I thought, oh, thank you. That's lovely. And then I read another card from, who's this from? Oh, to the both of you, from the both of us. One of those cards, you know. Can't quite make up your mind. To the both of you, to the both of us. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? But this is to Doug and Deb, wishing you both a very happy Christmas. With all our love, Neil and Anne-Marie. That's my brother and sister-in-law. I thought, yeah, sibling bond. Nothing quite like the sibling bond, is there? Uh, My younger brother, that is, my baby brother. He's 50 this coming year, bless him. And... uh, yeah, Neil and I will chat maybe two, three times a month. But I do know he's my baby brother. But if I ever needed anything, he would drop everything and come to my help. Because he loves me. I thought, that's nice. I felt that love all the way through the year. That was lovely. So I kept reading through. Oh, this one really broke my heart. This is my sister. She makes her own cards. Bless her. And uh, he says, to Doug and Deb... We can't thank you enough for all your love to us this Christmas. And we want to say thank you and we love you from Louise and the girls. Oh. And that's special, particularly after the year we've had. This dear sister of mine still unable to walk subsequent to the bombing in Manchester in, on the 22nd of May. So uh, still not able to walk and still not sure whether she'll walk again. But, uh, but I felt that love. Sibling bonds, nothing quite like it. So we're doing well so far of the 75% of the 125. How many is that? Oh, she's not, she's not with us this morning. 80? So it's quite, quite high then. 90. Okay, I had another one here. Oh, this is nice. Oh, this is nice. It says, to dear Doug and Deb, God bless you at Christmas. Season's greetings with love. And, and this is one of my congregation here. Uh, to save embarrassment, I won't say who. But I, I know this person well. And I know this person has prayed for us regularly, two, three, four, five times, probably every day throughout the last 12 months. I know this love. I know it to be real. I know it to be genuine. And uh, it's very precious. 
And uh, she often writes little cards and things to us. So I thought, yeah, that felt that love. Wonderful. Doing well so far, aren't we? And then I got another card. I looked at this and I thought, right. To Doug and Deb, with all our love, Keith and Philip. And I thought, who? Have you had, had those cards? Keith and Philip. I was thinking, Keith and Philip. Couldn't for the life of me remember. Keith and Philippa. So I had to phone my mum just in case she knew a Keith. Oh, she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Keith and Philippa. I said, I don't know Keith and Philippa because I wouldn't be asking if I did. Oh, you know Keith and Philippa. Uh, Keith's the, the, the son of our friend in Liverpool whom uh, we used to go out with years ago and that kind of, you know, love. And I think, well, very nice of them to write, I'm sure, but I've not felt that love all year, really. But maybe that's my fault. I should make the effort to get to know Keith and Philippa. I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to find out where they live in Liverpool. I'm going to write to them and say, thanks for your love. Maybe I should love you back. Can't. I can't, I can't love you if I don't know who you are. That, that's fair enough, isn't it? So, so that's one of those cards. So, yeah, that one. And then I got this card here. And I had a few of these to Doug and Deb. Happy Christmas. Love from Jan and Ian. Mm. I do know who Jan and Ian are. Um, not felt that love at all, really, to be honest. Um, they don't really bother with us. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that they only send us a card because we send them one. You know those types of cards? What's all that about? Only send me a card because I send the... Uh, no, they, they've kind of cut us off at a little bit of a feud a few years ago and hasn't gone well. So that's not love at all, is it? So the question, I guess, is this Christmas time with all your Christmas cards, they quest, the, the question is, do you think the word love at Christmas is overused? We're the beneficiaries of the love of God in Christ. And we often say, I love you. Do we? Saying it's one thing, but doing it is something entirely different, isn't it? And people write me Christmas cards, and they say that they love me, and I have to be honest with you. I've not felt that love at all these last 12 months or so. So it's overused, exaggerated love, isn't it? There's a, there are seven letters in the, in the, in the Bible. Letters written by the Lord Jesus Christ to the first century church in, well, in Asia Minor. Seven particular churches in Asia Minor. And the, the kind of love letters uh, written by the Lord Jesus to the church, trying to exhort them. I love you so much so I gave my life for you, but where's your love in return? Well, this is a kind of 21st century version of those love letters. It's a song by a, an American gospel singer-songwriter called Don Francisco. And he wrote a song called The Steeple Song. So it's a song, it's, it's the Lord Jesus writing uh, to his church in the 20, 20th, 21st century. Listen to this, it's quite interesting. I don't care how many buses you own or the size of your sanctuary... It doesn't matter how steep your steeple is if it's sitting on a cemetery. 
I don't care if you pave your parking lot or put pads upon your pews. What good is a picture-perfect stage if you're missing all the cues? I don't care if your pastor is super-powered and your program's always new. What you need is love and truth. And men are going to come to you. It doesn't matter if you know the Bible, if it's all just in your head. But the thing I need to ask you is if you've done the things I've said. Do you love your wife? For her and for your children, are you laying down your life? And what about the others? Are you living as a servant to your sisters and your brothers? Do you make the poor man beg you for a bone? Do the widow and the orphan cry alone? I don't care if you pray for miracles. I don't care if you speak with tongues. I don't care if you said you love me in every song you sung. It doesn't matter if your sacrifice of praise is loud enough to raise the dead. The thing I need to ask you is have you done the things I said? Do you love your wife? For her and for your children... Are you laying down your life? What about the others? Are you living as a servant to your sisters and your brothers? Do you make the poor man beg you for a bone? Do the widow and the orphan cry alone? Lord, our response, Lord, when were you a prisoner and we did not come to you? When was it that we saw you sick and we didn't follow through? Every time you turned your head and pretended not to see. When you did it not to the least of these, you did it not to me. Love. We're the recipients of the greatest love this world has ever, will ever know. The challenge is, I guess, so what? What are you doing with that love? Do others know that God loves them because of your love for them? Or are we getting into the very bad habits of just misusing the word love? Because it's kind of tradition, I guess. Sad, isn't it? I came across, some of you may have come across this as well. I came across a... a a 21st century version of 1 Corinthians 13. I'll leave it with you. It's the Christmas version by Sharon Janes. It's quite interesting. If I decorate my house perfectly with plied bows, strands of twinkling lights and shiny balls, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another decorator. If I share... Sorry, if I slave away in the kitchen baking dozens of Christmas cookies, preparing gourmet meals and arranging a beautifully adorned table at mealtime, but do not show love to my family, I'm just another cook. If I work at the soup kitchen, carol in the nursing home, and give all that I have to charity, but do not show love to my family, it profits me nothing. If I trim the spruce with shimmering angels and crocheted snowflakes, attend a myriad of holiday parties and sing in the choir's cantata, but do not focus on Christ, 
I have missed the point. Love stops the cooking to hug the child. Love sets aside the decorating to kiss the husband or wife. Love is kind, though harried and tired. Love doesn't envy another's home that has coordinated Christmas china and table linens. Love doesn't yell at the kids to get out the way, but is thankful that they are there to be in the way. Love doesn't only, love does, love doesn't give only to those who are able to give in return, but rejoices in giving to those who can't. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Video games will break. Pearl necklaces will be lost. Golf clubs will rust. But giving the gift of love will endure forever. Christmas. We're the beneficiaries of the greatest love the world ever will ever know. The question is, what are you doing with that love? And do people know? Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this little lesson. A lesson in love. We thank you, Father, we need not look any further than the babe in the manger to understand what the love of God is all about. A babe in a manger that 33 or so years later became uh, a man impaled upon a Roman gallows because of love. We want to say thank you this Christmas. Yes, we are the beneficiaries of this love. Help us, we pray in return, to love others. In the name of Jesus. Amen.